Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Trekker. This is Scott. This is going to be my review of Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2, Episode 8, Under the Cloak of War. This episode reminded me a lot of another episode that I just got done watching. It was in Deep Space Nine, Season 1, Episode 19. It's where a filing clerk by the name of Maritza comes to the station and after a song and dance reveals himself to be actually, well, allegedly, Goldarheel, the main person in charge of the labor camp that was committing a whole bunch of murders of, 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 of Bajorans. And he even got the, uh, he even got the moniker the butcher of Galatep. And at the end of that ep- at the end of that episode it was revealed that he was actually Maritza. He had got plastic surgery to try to make Cardassia own up to its crimes. At the end of it he was murdered by a Bajoran. And that's it. So the episode is really good. It's like one of the best episodes of Deep Space Nine. And Kira Nuri's Nina Visitor, she really does a really good job uh, of playing the. This, the title is really, um, really uh, on the nose because both people doing the parts, person playing Maritza and person playing uh, Kira Nuri's, uh does a really good job of going back and forth and upping it as you go. Like they could have just done that the whole episode and it would have been great. But this is a review of Season 2, Episode 8, Under the Cloak of War, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And this one, it brings to the forefront um, the war that we hear a little bit of stuff sprinkled throughout the course of, of the season and of the series overall. This one here, we get to see Mbanga and uh, Nurse Chapel um, all in learning and involving themselves in and helping these people and then um, getting the trauma. And when the, and then when Ambassador Doc Ra comes on the Enterprise and he has the moniker of Butcher of Jigal, as noted by Ahura and Ortegas, um, we're like, whoa, okay, this is kind of crazy. This is, this is going to be, this is going to be one of those PTSD episodes where we get to see the people that are involved in this really, um, um, opposite themselves from people that weren't there. And it's going to explain how if you didn't go through something, you might not see it through the lens of someone that did go through it. It, it did, it did that beautifully. Like it really, it really sets the tone and the bar for uh, going. It's you can, of course, when you weren't actually involved in something, you just heard of something or you read reports about something, but you didn't actually live it. That your perception, how you can deal with something, is going to be different than what the person that went through. We see that in, in Bango when 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 uh, the ambassador goes down to sickbay. And he goes into the other room and he clutches his chest and he just gets flooded with memories of this past trauma that he was in. 
and that is where we also get to see a bunch of flashbacks which really show the horrors of what they handled and what they were dealing with and what 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 what, what made them who they are and it also showed how even if uh, someone tries to be there for someone, it's hard to connect on that because they don't have the same life experience. So they're not going to see it the way that you are experiencing it. This is, this is shown with uh, 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 Nurse Chapel and Spock. And she was like, I know you're there for me, but you, just, you weren't there. You don't know what this is like. It's just you, you can't. You can't put yourself in the shoes because you just don't know. And so it kind of put a little bit of a wedge between Spock. Kind of got the idea that maybe his feelings were hurt just a little bit when uh, he didn't say, you don't want to see nobody. He said, you, just, you don't want to see me right now. So I think he took it as a personal thing on that, which might come into play later on in future episodes with the relationship between Spock and Christine Chapel. But then we find out that later on that it wasn't the ambassador that killed the Klingons. And we find out that it's Mbanga who is actually the butcher of Jigal. And we know this because he uh, asked him which one of them fought the hardest. Because he knew, Mbanga knew. It kind of reminded me of The Dark Knight when... The Joker was asking the cop, "Do you want to know which one of your, which one of your, uh, uh, which one of your people did this or that?" Because he he experienced it. He was there. He he remembers. And so, the ambassador was not going to be able to answer the question because he wasn't the one that he just took that moniker. He took that responsibility, and then tried to use that to um, make a difference with uh, Klingons, which reminded me of the of the duet ep- of the, the duet ep- the, of the duets episode that I just watched, which I again really really great episode of Deep Space Nine. It's definitely in my top ten, top five, because uh, DS Nine wasn't my uh, my tea, but. The episodes that are really good, really impactful. That's way up there. This one, I think, um, they wanted you to kind of have an open-ended conversation about who attacked who. They have the official report, of course, that uh, the ambassador attacked in Banga, and Banga was defending himself because when the attack happened, we were on the other side of the glass, so we don't actually know. I think they were trying to make it to be where it was open-ended and fans debate it going forward. But the episode was, was, was chiefly about Mbenga's trauma, Christine's trauma, um, the situation that they had to go through. It, didn't really, it wasn't really about the latter part of it. So I think the part of the, the, the conversation is going to be mostly with is how did this situation impact Mbanga through what we've seen so far of Strange New Worlds and 
how those little itty bitty bits, like for instance, um, when they're when, when they were doing their uh, their uh, thing, they they talked about that little uh, adrenaline boost, and that's a callback to an earlier episode of Strange New Worlds where they where Christine Chapel and and, and Manga used it to fight their way through um, that uh, that horde of people that was rebuilding a uh, ship or had taken a ship and were just modest, slightly modifying it or whatever they were doing um, underneath the ground. It was definitely a dark episode, but it really it really was a vehicle for and 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 to 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 uh, shine to really show how um, the PTSD can affect someone, how war can affect someone. So I think that is probably the highlight of the episode. Is and also we got to see Clint Howard. He was in a variety of episodes of Star Trek, going all the way back to the original series, where he played that that uh, that that little kid. He was also in um, fan made uh, series Star Trek Star Trek uh, con- continues, where he played the same character, but in that little kid person but um however many years later <clears throat> so I, I i would say the rewatchable factor of the episode probably not that high i think it's one of those you watch it once and then it's just something you discuss and talk about because there wasn't a whole lot happening outside of the flashbacks outside of the flashbacks it was more of him trying to, I'm this different kind of Klingon. I'm not this thing. And Ortegas was saying, no, remain, remain, remain uh, Klingon. And she was showing the biasm because of what was going on during dur- during the war. But there wasn't really a lot happening outside of that. Besides that, the beef of the episode was those flashbacks, where we got to see what was happening. The, well, the all the people transporting in the place being bombed and this things happening and having to make tough calls on on they, for instance they they were they weren't able to save someone so they beamed him into the in, in, into the buffer and then later they had to sacrifice that person because they needed to beam in other people so they could save so there was a lot of hard calls a lot of things that will give you nightmares. If you were in Bangor or Christine Chapel, and then to have that ambassador come back on the Enterprise and and remind you of all these things, just bring all this stuff back up again. It, 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 it was they, they were trying. They you you know what they were trying to do, but the execution of it it was kind of hit or miss. It's it's very much subjective. Some people are going to enjoy the episode. They're going to think it's really good. Other people are going to go. What were they? I don't the 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 last part of the episode where they left it open ended. The debate on who attacked who because he wasn't the he wasn't the he wasn't the person that turned on the other. Uh, he wasn't the person that turned on the other uh, the other Klingons. It was a manga who did it and he just took that thing it was just a ruse so his end game is kind of like a question mark with an asterisk next next to it like what was he 
actually really going to do. I, I thought the, the the fight scene between the ambassador and Benga was was really good because you you know that Benga just wanted to let him go, wanted to bring him down. And I, this the reveal that Mbanga did it. I think for me, it it, it should have came earlier. I think that he should have walked up to him and like looked him in the eyes and said, "You're looking into the eyes of the actual butcher of Chagall or something," and kind of set him off his kilter. No one else needed to hear it. It's just a private moment between the ambassador and Mbanga, which I think could have maybe led to um, different things happening rather than it coming out at the very last bit. But I appreciated the flashbacks. I appreciated seeing what was happening, an example of what was going on during the Klingon War, however brief it may have been. But if 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 I had to recommend an episode to watch, I don't know. I think maybe I, I would still call I would still say duets just because of the of the acting and you didn't really need to show everything. You could get it from the facial tics and how Kira is talking and how she conveys it and then how uh how uh Maritza uh really just makes it out like it was, it was another day at the office. He literally says that. So, I think while there's parallels, the better episode is duets. But if you're going for shock and awe, then Under the Cloak of War is going to be the one because we get to see Mbanga, we get to see Christian Chapel, we get to see it in the moment as it's happening. We get to feel what they're feeling. We get to the raw emotion, not just what they're saying, what their perception is, not what their opinion is. We get to see it happening for real. The traumas in the... the, uh, crazy wild things that, that, that are going on and the conditions in which that they're operating and everyone dying around them and then having to having to make tough calls and stuff like that it, it, it was a pretty wild episode should it have followed the episode that was those old scientists and then the one after this one's going to be the musical subspace rhapsody it's a odd choice of placement in that because it's a dark hard episode that if you're, if it's, it's like it's like it's like watching a comedy all of a sudden have a be being a drama back to a comedy. You're like, what happened there? But I appreciate it. it got, we got to see the darkness of the war. We got to see what happened through perspective of Nurse Christian Chapel and Mbanga. We got to see that uh, Mbanga's character has a little bit more more connection to the war, more deeper. He has a he has a thing that. A lot of people have that no one knows is him. So, I I would say it's probably a seven. If I had to if I, if, if I had to score it, I'd give it a seven, and that's because the flashbacks were more interesting. Outside of the fighting with Mbenga in the Ambassador, outside of that, I was waiting for the flashbacks. Because that's where I felt the story was kind of pushing forward and we were seeing something new. Stuff that happened on the Enterprise, while, while it was good, it was fun to see the interactions between the people that were um, dealing with the Ambassador and how the people that were in the war or related to the war, how they were doing their side of it. That was good to see the differences in how their opinions are formed. 
but I was a big fan of the flashbacks because we got to kind of get into it. We got to see the, we got to see them working through um, this horrendous situation that they had no control over, and you got to see Quinn Howard again. I think that's all I uh, have to say on this episode. It, it was dark. It was good. It was. It, 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 they had some moments. It was good to see Nurse Chapel and and Mbanga. It was cool little reveal of that Mbanga was the butcher of uh, Jigal, and Ambassador Dokra just took the moniker for his own benefit, and then he dies. And that's why I think that 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 final who who did what I don't think is I don't think it's gonna matter at the large scale that you're not gonna you're not gonna it's not gonna be like Captain Picard and how many lights are there there's not gonna be that kind of a conversation it's gonna be like yeah he died he's he died at the end or no one's gonna care that it was behind a white door and that Christine is the person that had to validate what Mbanga said and. Pike was like, yeah, well, they could be just covering for each other. The flashback is 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 definitely where it's at for me, at least. Is it a bad episode? Absolutely not. Is it like the worst of the season? Absolutely not. Is it the best of the of the season? Eh, gotta watch the whole season again, take notes, and kind of uh, see where it places at. Once the whole season is done. And go back and think, how do these episodes make me feel? What stands out? What kind of questions do I have after the fact? Because that's how I basically judge my judge my Star Trek is, how much of a conversation can I have on the episode? The more of a conversation I can have and the more routes I can go in that conversation, the more it's going to be higher on my list. But if there's lack of certain things or if there's things that just don't jive with with how you perceive something was was going to happen like it because you, you know it's a script and the writers know it's a script but inside of the story the characters do not so sometimes things that are plot conveniences take you out of the episode and if you never get back into the episode then you're not going to enjoy the episode it'd be i think maybe if there was like like a like a like a conspiracy theory or they were like, like, like maybe Ortegas had heard a theory that he wasn't the butcher of Dragal. And someone she knew years ago was going to tell, was going to tell her what he knows, but he died before he was able to do it. So you still a question mark, but it's still a question. And it would be a fun thing for Ortegas to kind of like have to be thinking about. I think, instead of it just being like a reveal between the ambassador and Mbanga. But all in all, it was a good episode of Star Trek Strange, Strange, Strange New Worlds. I'd give it a seven. And I uh, hope the next episode, so Space Rhapsody, is a hit because we've never had a Star Trek musical. So that'll be fun. And. We're in the final stretch now. This is episode 8. Musical is episode 9. And then two weeks from now is the season finale of Strange New Worlds. 
And at the moment, because of the dual strikes, there's no writing going on. There's no acting going on. So there's no movement on anything that was still needed to be written or acted in in Star Trek. And the longer the strike goes on, the longer the hiatus could be. And then um, it becomes into question if we're going to get a season three of Strange New World or if we're going to get a season five of Lower Decks. Because sometimes shows don't survive strikes because of contracts and stuff like that. And studios want to make make a point. So fingers crossed that we're getting our Section 31 movie. And fingers crossed we're getting our Starfleet Academy show. And Season 3 is still going to go on as it's supposed to be for Strange New Worlds. Hopefully the writer strike is able to resolve all this stuff. And they give the, the actors and the writers what they need to do because without the writers and the actors you don't have a thing for us to talk about like this the the studio should be like bending over backwards to help the people that are bringing them this stuff because the studio is not making this stuff and then and then and then then like uh they, they're not writing the script the studio reads the script and says no nah, i don't want that in there redo it again so someone else is doing all this stuff so they're just taking all the money. They might be giving, they, they might be, you know, doing the budget, but you don't, without the actor or the writer, you don't have, you don't have people to pay, and therefore it doesn't matter if you have a budget or not. So I hope the strike gets resolved, and I hope that the talent and the writers get the stuff that they need to be able to feel comfortable with going back to work for the studios, because that's what's important. So, fingers crossed that the studios finally realize that they need these people to make money and that they deserve to make adequate money to do this stuff for them. They make billions of dollars a year or every quarter or however you want to say it. The writers and the actors make a small portion of that and then anytime they release this thing, they release it, they release it again or they show it again, they get, they get more money. So the studio is not hurting. The people that are hurting is the actors and the writers. So hopefully the studios are all right. We're going to give you what is right and what we should have done from the get-go. And we're just going to move on past this and then go back to making great Star Trek. So that's going to conclude this podcast.